0: Welcome to the Soba Sessions podcast, where I am your host, Connie McMillan, also known as the sobriety queen, no longer the alcohol fiend. On this podcast, we talk about encouragement with sobriety. We talk about the responsibility and accountability that comes with sobriety, and we talk about healing to live purpose and not pain. So let's jump right on into the episode. Welcome to the Sober Sessions podcast. I am your host, Connie, aka the sobriety queen, no longer the alcohol fiend. And those of you that have been journeying with me thus far, rather you've been here from day one, or you have just met me, I wanna say thank you and welcome. Welcome to another opportunity to be able to get to know myself and even my journey and how it can impact your life. If you do not know, I have been sober for six years. Uh, Life didn't start out like that. I'd like to tell you that literally I was broken to fit this journey. Now you probably saying to yourself, what does that mean? How do you say that? Who wants to be broken? A lot of times... That's the part that we don't want. We don't want to be broken. We don't want to, you know, operate outside of our comfort zone. So I'll tell you exactly what I mean when I say I was broken to even fit this journey, to walk this path, to come to, you know, um, achieve six days, excuse me, six days, six years sobriety. Um, there was a process that came with that. So I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. That's my hometown. That's where I was born and raised. And that was my comfort zone. I knew everybody. Everybody knew me. Um, you know, I hung with, you know, a crowd of great women. And we all drank. We drank to mass pain. We drank to cover up a lot of scars. And, you know, unfortunately, by the end of the night, a lot of us, definitely me, um, really didn't cover up those scars. It actually left more scars. So um, after living this way for 10, 15 years, I finally got to a place in my life where things were just changing so rapidly. And the first change took place was when um, I got a uh, separation and then eventually a divorce. And. Um, And that was definitely uncomfortable for me, but I tried to still mask it with alcohol. Um, The second change came shortly thereafter, and my mother was beginning to get really, really sick, and um, she eventually passed away. So that was the second change and, you know, discomfort, level of discomfort. And at this point, I was saying to myself, before she passed, I was saying to myself, like, you know, I've got to just start my life, you know, over because when I had separated from my ex-husband, I, re- I moved from my current home into my mom's home. And we already know, if, you've, if you have been on your own for a long time and you got to go back home to be with your mom, you almost feel like, you know, it's just not a good look for you. It's not comfortable. Um So... I decided at that point that I was just going to find my own apartment. So I went on Craigslist because that was just, you know, what I knew. I knew I could find something at a reasonable price. I knew I wouldn't have to pay a realtor. So like I had to do with my other apartments. So I said to myself, okay, I'm going to find this apartment. Now, I have to say that I was literally looking under the Brooklyn section. If you've gone to Craigslist, you know that they categorize, you know, by state, by borough, and because I was comfortable with Brooklyn, that was of course where I was going to go. So I looked under the Brooklyn section, scrolled for not even a long time, and I recall seeing this ad that said there was an apartment that was available and it was a very good price. I believe at that time it was seven, don't quote me, but I'm gonna say about seven, between seven and eight hundred dollars. So this is twenty twelve. I said, oh my gosh, this is like the great, you know, that price was within my price range. Then I saw this, um, there was a, uh, what do you call it? A sunken living room. And as a child, I was always, I always loved sunken living rooms. I grew up with um, visiting my aunt's house one time, and I remember seeing her sunken living room and saying as a child, I'm going to have an apartment with a sunken living room. And here I was, you know, 30 years later. And I was seeing an apartment with a sunken living room. And what I'm saying here is that, so I'm looking at this apartment, not even realizing that it's not in Brooklyn, y'all. I clicked the Brooklyn section, but when I read more thoroughly into the ad, it was located in New Jersey. So of course I'm like, New Jersey? I don't know anything about New Jersey. I have no desire to know anything about New Jersey. But this was the point Of my life where things were about to really get uncomfortable I thought that things were already shaken and I just couldn't get any more shaken no it was about to come to a whole different shift for me so I wind up calling the number lo and behold I take the apartment and I tell you that even though the apartment had everything like I said the sunken living room it was gorgeous when i arrived now let me just back up just a few moments so when i went to view the apartment initially the apartment looked nothing like the images that i had seen on craigslist so the images on craigslist said like wooden uh hardwood floors you know um just beautifully decorated i had a there was a garden tub it was just absolutely gorgeous but when i went to view the apartment it looked like a hurricane had hit it it looked horrible so here I was caught within you know a, a decision to make like you know okay Connie you you can't stay with your mom because you are too grown for that and then I was at this place and saying this place looks horrid like who wants to live here and I remember speaking to the uh real estate agent at the time and they said to me don't worry when you come back the apartment will be it'll look just like the images you saw so here i was taking this risk didn't know if it was actually going to be true but i was willing to take the risk and as he had said it was so i moved into this amazing apartment and it looked just like the images but again i was alone i was alone and you know, at that point, you know, I I didn't have any friends. I didn't know who I could call on. I didn't know where this was going, where my life was going. What I did know was that I had stepped into a whole new realm. And I'm saying that to you guys, because you might be at that place where you're saying, you know, I, here I am in this specific environment where I'm comfortable, where everybody knows me, where my friends are, where, you know, alcohol even is right. But yet, you know, there may be an opportunity that is presenting itself so that you can get uncomfortable, you know, but you're probably afraid to say, I just can't do that. I'm so used to, I'm so accustomed to moving in a way that my life, you know, I can almost tell which way it's going to go. But I would say to you that a lot of times when we are wanting to, you know, be the orchestrator of our future or of our destiny, that's not what God wants. So for me, You know, moving out to New Jersey, yes, it was frightening. Yes, I was by myself. But seeing that apartment in its original state, meaning how ugly it was. It looked nothing like the images. It looked horrid. I will tell you that that was God's revelation to me. That was him showing me that this is how you look right now. You can front for the world. You can show the world that you got all these nice clothes, that you got a beat face, that you got all the designer gear, right? Because that's what I was doing. I was showing everybody all this other stuff. I was posting up on Facebook. I was everywhere. I was in the club. I was showing everybody that I look good on the outside. But what that apartment was saying when I arrived to it was, you are a hot mess. That's what the apartment was a representation of. It was a representation of what my current life was. Now, when I went back and, you know, it was now transformed to the image, the original image that I had saw, how beautiful. Now the floors were Parquet shining like it was nobody's business, the tub was gorgeous, it looked so beautiful. That was God's way of saying this is where I'm going to take you. So you may be saying to yourself that you don't understand how you even arrive to the place that you're at. You you're, you're saying my life is broken, it's in shambles, I've gone through so much, you know, but this is where I'm comfortable. Even though you know it doesn't look good for me, it's not showing up full for me. I'm not happy, you know, people are you know deceiving me or abandoning me. They're hurting me. Even though all that is happening, I want you to get into this place of understanding that. Use me as an example to say that, you know, Connie did it too. She stepped outside of what was comfortable for her. When I tell you, that Brooklyn was my hometown, that was all I knew. When I took a leap of faith, when I took some you know, chance to bet on me, that was when I was allowing God to get me to that broken place. See, I thought I was broken already after losing the marriage and after my mom dying, but it wasn't really, that was just the tip of the brokenness. It was going to, the real brokenness was gonna come when I entered this new environment, right? When I had nobody to call and lean on, right? When I had no opportunity, to say, you know, I could front for anybody else, right? I, I couldn't dress it up anymore. I had to literally get on my knees and face God and face my fears and say, you know, God, I, I feel horrible. I don't feel good. I don't understand how I got here. But what I did say was, I know you can do something unique in me. I wanna be healed. I wanna be restored. I want my life back in order. That is where I had to be. I had to be broken, humble, strong strip naked. And that is where you may be at in your life. You might be at that place that you might've been thinking to yourself saying, I don't, you know, I don't like pain. None of us do. Let's just to be real. None of us like to go through the pain, the suffering. We don't want to go through that. But what I can tell you is this, if you Get to that place. If you just make that one last attempt, if you just try one more time, if you just invest one more time, if you just bet on you one more time, and especially if you do it with God, I can guarantee you that you will be broken to fit the journey that you are striving for. See, we can't do it on our own. We can't do it in our own power because if we could, it would have been done already. And it's evident that it hasn't been done. So you may have to get stretched outside of your comfort zone. Not my. You're going to have to get stressed outside of your comfort zone. You're going to have to be put into some uncomfortable situations. But just like, you know, diamonds, right? They're put in a process of, you know, being... Pushed and, and being stupid hot, and all these different processes that a diamond goes through, right? It's pushed, it's pressured, it's all these different stages. But guess what? It comes out as this beautiful, 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 beautiful piece. And everybody wants, right? And I'm saying to you, there's something on the inside of you that you want more of. You know that there's more inside of you. But you'll never get to that place that you're desiring by staying in a comfort zone, by staying in a place of masking, by pl- staying in a place of feeling like you have to be accepted over here. Meanwhile, all the signs around you are showing you that you're not accepted. You gotta be comfortable, with getting uncomfortable. And that's exactly what I had to do. And the more and more that I, you know, walk this journey, these six years, I have seen so much of my life transform. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. Do I cry about some things? Absolutely. But I can tell you that I'm walking in my authenticity. I can tell you that I trust God more than I trust myself I can tell you that there's hope and there's drive and there's security in him right I can tell you that I could see my future I can see what's happening I can tell you that I truly love myself now right I can tell you that you know I'm not pretending I'm not faking and fronting and I can wear some clothes from rainbow because I wasn't doing that before y'all I didn't care about you know the, the clothes that didn't you know have a label on it now I'm, I'm like rainbow queen I ain't got no problem with saying that i'm just keeping it real rainbow is a clothing store you guys when you don't know it's just a you know a cute little store that has affordable prices but connie would have never been in rainbow before well now i'm a rainbow queen like i said i'm saying to you guys like at the end of the day that you're gonna have to be stretched outside of what's comfortable for you and when you invest in that when you go and you say you know what no matter what it looks like, I'm not sure what's gonna what it's gonna look like, but it's gotta look better than this. It's gotta be better than this. You have to also understand that you're not the first person to go through this. You've had family members, you know, battle substance abuse or battle depression or battle pregnancy, whatever the struggle might be. You've had some battles in your bloodline, and you are the person that is Ill- you're very much equipped to be able to break those generational curses. You've got to know that. You've got to own it, even if you. you. You can't see it. You got to lock arms with somebody who can see it for you. You got to understand that what's ahead of you is so much greater than what's behind you. What you're standing in in front of you, that is something that's trying to block you. But you've got to understand on this day, this new day, right? This new opportunity that you've been given, this new month, right? This is another opportunity for you to change, for you to be able to flourish, for you to be able to Say that I matter, that no longer will I be held and bound. No longer will I be confused and, you know, taken advantage of. No longer will I be fit for, you know, a substance that doesn't fit for me. No longer will I do that. I will walk, you know, mount up like an eagle. I will walk and I will not fret. I will move forward. I will not move backwards. I will do the things that, you know, my mouth says. I will speak life into me. I will succeed. I will do this for generations to come. Why? Because you have it in you to do. You have it in you to do. I'm telling you this as a living witness. I'm telling you the same air that you breathe, I breathe. I'm telling you that you are more than capable, that you are more than a conqueror, that God has nothing but the great for you. You've got to believe it and decree it. When you're able to do these things, speak life over you daily. Understand, get around some folks that can do that with you and for you. Connect to a a connection that's so powerful. God is the greatest power. So connect to a source that has your Best intentions in life. He says, I knew you from when you were, an, uh, before you were in your mother's womb. I know the number of hairs that you have on your head. I'm telling you that you are greatness, that you come from greatness, that your family line is great and that you are going to be that one that's going to break generational curses you are going to be the one that's going to allow your family's bloodline to be broken to fit that what it is that it seeks and like i said maybe it's substance abuse maybe it's some other you know curse that's been on it it could be like i said blood you know uh pregnancy it could be high blood pressure it could be diabetes let me tell you something and this is the last thing i'm going to say You've got to be broken to fit. You know why you have to be broken to fit? Because you know how you go to the doctor, and you, you, when you're at the doctor and the doctor asks you questions beforehand. The doctor will say, You know, did your mother have hypertension? Did your father have diabetes? Did your you know, grandmother have you know any, any other illnesses? You know how they you know why they do that? Because they want to assure that this generational curse is not on you. And I'm telling you, that's an example for you to be able to say to yourself, here I am. I've seen my grandmother go through it. I've seen my mother go through it. I've seen my uncle and my cousins go through it. I'm going to break this. I'm going to break this curse. I'm going to break this generational curse that's been on me. You've got to be broken to fit this journey. And if you are willing, I guarantee you that you are setting up such a great example for those that are watching. And you had better know that there are lots of people that are watching you. That Lots of people that are counting on you and that need you queen and that need you king and if you are at this and you're saying to yourself Connie I am so ready I need this I can't have my life end in shambles I want to let you know that I am here to help you and support you I'm here to align with you and if that's something that you want I want to offer you a free gift in in the show notes, write down in the show notes. For you that are watching live, guys, I'll send it to you. But I want you to know that you've got to be broken to fit this journey. There's no other way around it. This is your sobriety queen, Connie, no longer the alcohol fiend. I thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. And if you are interested, please be sure to share it. Make sure that you connect it with your family members. Make sure that you share it with a friend. And uh, you guys have a blessed one. I'm honored to be able to help you. Second, let me just get it. Um, I hope that this has blessed your heart. Um If it has, make sure that you uh, click the link and.